Yeah. Commissioner Gill, how are you? It's great to be here, Dave. I appreciate you having me. Yeah. Doing great. You know, and you, you make the rounds, don't you? You get around to most most of the venues in the league, don't you? Yeah, no, I make sure I get to at least one home game for every team. I was at App on Tuesday. I'll be actually at your game at Marshall on Thursday, okay. you know, so I'll be bouncing around a little bit watching some football. Well, I was going to say, nice to have a Tuesday, Saturday, Thursday game to, to be able to do that, right? Yeah, no, it'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, and I'll be at South Alabama on Tuesday. So I'll go okay. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Um, so I'll have five games in two weeks. You know, I, I've had some people ask me, you know, obviously JMU gets the game on Thursday at Marshall. There was a game this past Tuesday. There's another one Tuesday. They're just like, how come, how come these midweek, how come these Tuesday games, these Thursday games, I'm yeah. about recognition, isn't it? Is, yeah. is that the main reason this, this kind of came about with the Tuesday, Thursday games? Yeah, I think so. You know, you're, you're kind of, um, you know, on Saturday you're in a crowded market. You know, right. when you play in the midweek, you're not. So we play, every year we play two games on either Tuesday or Wednesday, and then we play a handful of Thursday games. And it's been good exposure for yeah. us. Um, being able to be on ESPN or ESPN2 really helps us in that view. That viewership and those numbers are pretty significant. So I think it's a good, in moderation, I mean, obviously yeah. <laughs> football on Saturday is important. We're not trying to eliminate tailgates and what fans are into traditionally. Right. But some Thursday and midweek games sprinkled in there helps our visibility. And, again, you guys do a good job of working with the, the schools, with the schedules, and making it a little easier to be able to play, have the week on before a Tuesday and the week after a Tuesday to try and make that work for these teams. Absolutely. And one of the things, we, you know, we've done the last two years is no one has had more than one midweek home game. Yeah. You know, which, you know, because there's a lot of logistics that go into it on campus that make it a real – a challenge so we've tried to make sure we spread out you know kind of some of that burden and also spread out the opportunity and the visibility and i mean i think it's worked out good you know it's kind of the best of both worlds right. a lot of saturday but some midweek there to kind of raise our profile now what are your thoughts so far on football this year in the Sun Belt? obviously four consecutive weeks with a power five win that yeah. was big once again it seems like the ball just keeps rolling. It's kind of a snowball going down the hill. It keeps rolling. There's a lot of momentum with, with Sunbelt football. Yeah, you know, really exciting. You know, when you look at, um, you know, we, we have the most wins in the non-kind of uh, autonomy part of FBS and football. We've got the best winning percentage. So we've had a great non-conference, yeah. you know, and, um, and I don't know that it could have been better except win all the games, you know, <laughs> right. just be greedy. Um, so it's really been good. And, and then the league has set up nice. You know, the East is going to be really tough. West yeah. is going to be really tough as well. We're seeing a great matchup here, Georgia Southern and JMU. So it's a lot of fun, Sunbelt football this year. You know, has it kind of come to fruition again? It's, it's still in the infancy stages of, of this 14-team league with the regional rivalries, but has it has it kind of panned out how you thought it would? I think so. When you look at these crowds, you know, Absolutely. you look at, you know, kind of reestablishing some rivalries that kind of split apart, whether it's movement and subdivision or conferences and those things. You know, the fans know the teams that they're playing. They get excited yeah. about it, and it's really good football. So I, I do think it's working kind of the way um, we had hoped and the way we planned. And our goal is just to kind of keep it going. We're talking to Commissioner Keith Gill of the Sunbelt Conference as he is in town today. Again, he was in, in, at, uh, in Boone on Tuesday for the App Coastal game. South Alabama's got a game uh, Tuesday as well. And then there's another game Thursday for the Dukes and Marshall on Thursday with the short turnaround. But, you know, how about James Madison now? When, when, you've talked at length about this, but when you decided to, to kind of expand and Jamie was looking to expand and, and move, take, make that move up, has it been pretty seamless for the most part? Uh, again, everybody on the outside thinks it's kind of been seamless. Has it been seamless for the most part with this transition with e not just JMU but the four schools coming into the Sun Belt and making this a reality? Yeah, I think so. Just, you know, all the work that had been done on the front end for JMU. You know, they've really been sure. kind of working at this for years. Um, I've known Jeff Bourne for a long time, and um, certainly when I was the athletic director at Richmond, 
He was a colleague of mine, and so I know how focused and what a great vision he had, and obviously President Alger. And so I think, um, you know, they really did a good job of positioning the program for success right off the bat. And, um, and I think you're seeing the fruits of that, and not just in football. You know, I mean, JMU's good at everything. Absolutely. You know? yeah. And they, they certainly have um, brought a level of competitiveness in all the sports to to our conference that I think has been great. And so we're better for it. If you look at our volleyball this year, we're better. And obviously JMU's there, yeah. like top 15. Um, you know, women's soccer, we're better. So all the sports, softball, baseball, and JMU's a big part of that. And I think it's their planning and their preparation for the move to FBS rather than a knee-jerk reaction. And I think they're 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 ready to go. And that probably made it most comfortable for you as a conference to kind of accept JMU and look at JMU because of all the preparation they had done the previous 10 years or so. Yeah, it's really easy. You come here and look at the fit. I mean, this beautiful stadium here that we're sitting in right now. Obviously, you know, the new basketball arena. Yeah. And then when they redid the old basketball right. arena for volleyball. I mean, the facilities are great. You know, they've got some projects going on in softball and baseball as well. So, I mean, the investments that they've made to make sure that they're ready, you know, made our decision pretty easy. And, um, and we're, we're so happy that JMU chose to be with us because they've yeah. brought so much to our league. Well, I know the fans are just so excited, too, about being in the league and everything. It's just been it's been been beautiful so far. It's been a great marriage up to this point, and again, hopefully for many more years to come. We're talking to Keith Gilda, commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference. And um, are you even surprised by by the success that the football team is having? Uh, obviously, tremendous success at the FCS level, but going eight and three a year ago, off to a yeah. five and zero start again this year. I, it doesn't surprise you, does it? You know, it doesn't in this sense, which is. JMU's always had success, you know. Like I said, you know, I was AD at Richmond, so right. I, you, you I, knew I experienced about some of that <laughs> in, in, in a bad way. Right. And so, so I, I certainly knew what we were getting into. Now, the one place where I'll say it's surprising is it's just hard to win football games. It you is, know? and so especially at this level, exactly. And so, I mean, so what they're doing is amazing. I don't take it for granted. It's really impressive, but it's not surprising because winning is contagious. This is a really proud program tradition-rich program, and and so I'm sure that they expected to win, which I'm sure helped them with the transition. No, no doubt about that. We're talking to Commissioner Keith Gill of the Sunbelt Conference as the Dukes take on Georgia Southern today. They lead 20-6 to six right now, and our fans will be mad at me if I don't ask you this, but if the Dukes continue, they win this game, they keep continuing, they keep winning, they're undefeated late in the year. I think I asked you this at the Sunbelt Media Days yeah. as well. Is there a chance that there could be a waiver to allow them to play in the championship game, again, to help the Sun Belt and, and potentially be a team that could be in a New Year's Six type game? Yeah, you know, at the end of the day, that's a membership question, right? Yeah. You know, it's not one that I would decide as the commissioner. What I would say right now is, you know, in some ways the answer is the answer, right? You know, where we are. And there's a lot of football um, to be played. <laughs> there is a lot of football to be played, and there's some time there. So, you know, it just depends on, you know, the appetite of our members, you know. And, and JMU obviously is doing everything that they can do to kind of um, put that pressure pressure on and, and so we'll see how it plays out how do you see the future now with the 12 team playoff coming up next year how does how does that impact what you guys are doing or what the Sunbelt is doing yeah you know I, I think it's great you know because what you want is access and and the 12 team playoff that expansion allows us to have access and we feel like you know we're one of the top FBS conferences in the country and we'll have regular access to the to the playoff because the great thing about like college sports is there are no seven game series right it's pretty much all game sevens and we know when there's one game on the line anything can happen and we feel like we're good enough we've, we've shown that the last few years you know yeah. in, in terms of the success we've had against everyone whether it's Notre Dame or Texas A&M we play all teams in the Sun Belt we give them all a good fight 
and, um, and we feel good about the opportunity, one, to earn a playoff spot and actually do some damage when we get there. Do you think it'll, with the changing landscape of college athletics and the power conferences all getting more teams and the Big Ten getting however many teams they're going to have, the yeah. Big 12, does that change your thinking at all with what, what's going to happen with the Sun Belt? You know, it, it doesn't, but it does, if it makes sense. So we've got to watch the landscape. You know, if you look at the legal environment, you look at some of the things, some of the moves that folks are making in conferences, you can see where the model could be changing some, yeah. where there's more financial benefits for student-athletes from an educational standpoint. So those are things we've got to monitor to make sure that we're able to compete and make sure that we can keep our advantage. That being said, you know, we're going to kind of do what we do. You know, everyone's right. gotten rid of divisions. We haven't. Yeah. You know, we want to play regionally. That's really important to us. Some conferences certainly aren't doing that anymore. Right. So we're going to we're going to focus on what we do and what we do best, but with an eye towards making sure that we're adapting to what comes in the future. Yeah, you always have to, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're down to Keith Gill, the commissioner of the Sunbelt Conference, for a few more minutes as he is in Bridgeport today. We're halftime, JMU leading 20-6 to over Georgia Southern. And, you know, when you see these conferences getting bigger and bigger and bigger, do you think that will change the structure of the 12-team playoff where there could be a possibility that, that – I don't know how it could change, but do you think that could change things with, with, with the Sun Bowl at all as, as far as getting into the, the playoff? You know, I don't know that it's going to change our access, but I do think there could be some tweaks. You know, right now it's the six highest-rated conference champions and the six highest-ranked kind of at-large opportunities, right. right? Could that go to five highest-ranked right. conference champions and seven? So I, I think there will be some tweaks on the margins, but I don't think there will be anything so substantial that it really blocks our access or makes it even less. Any changes that you want to make moving forward with, with whether that's the championship game, scheduling, anything like that in football that you, you guys are looking at that potentially change? I know you're always trying to think ahead and, and yeah. look at different things, but it's running pretty smooth right now. Anything on the horizon? Yeah, you know, right now we feel pretty good about yeah. where we are. That doesn't mean we're not constantly looking. You know, sure. we're, we're always trying to figure out, you know, how do we build our brand? How do we get more games on TV? Um, particularly linear, you know, they're all broadcast sure. digitally, but can we get more on linear TV? We've really worked hard to, you know, get as many upgraded networks as we can, ESPN2, ESPN versus ESPNU. You know, we'll take all the linear we can. NFL it's Network's NFL been Network, good for yeah. us. But um, so, so trying to find more linear opportunities I think is really important. Find, trying to find those windows um, is something we'll continue to do in football. And the Sunbelt Basketball Media Days will take place coming up next week in New Orleans. So, again, that's around the corner. Um, I thought basketball was great last year. In the, I think it was better than most people expected, and I yeah. think that's going to continue to grow as well, don't you? Yeah, 100%. You know, I, I think that basketball is important to us. You know, we're going to keep focusing on that so we can get better. We've got an opportunity to do that, and that's men's and women's. Yeah. And, um, and last year we had a really great season. We had a great championship in Pensacola, and we look to keep building on that. Commissioner Grant, I know you're busy. I appreciate your yeah. time. Thank Thanks you so for much. Me. Really appreciate it.